Stand by rolling. Three, two, one, and... Welcome to the second annual Cue the Banter post apocalypse episode. Bum, bum, bum. Although this year it does not really feel like a post apocalypse like yeah, it did last year. I know. We're in a freaking, we're in a, uh, Here's the thing. A year it's ago, Oscar we, Euphoria. That's what it is. Yeah. Ospocalypse Osc- 2. Oscphoria. <laughs> Electric <Osc-topia>. Boogaloo. <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> so the Oscars have uh, just ended twenty minutes ago. Yes, half an hour ago, less than an hour ago. Um, they ended. <laughs> we just creeped into Monday on the East Coast. On the West Coast, you still got some time. This is fantastic. I was. Is- I looked over. I looked at Nikki, and I said, "This is amazing." We were like more than halfway through the Oscars, and I was like, "It's seven thirty. We can, I know. Like, we can, like, stay up after this. We don't have to go directly to bed. Yeah, mom's not making us go right to bed. Yeah, <laughs> mom needs to go directly to bed <laughs> based on the conversations we had with her about <laughs> She's. I literally <laughs> called the police and she's probably in jail. I can't even, we can't even talk about what her what she said on Mike. No, no. She, I wish we could also say, like, oh, that's behind the paywall, but we don't have a paywall because we have 25 <laughs> listeners per episode. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at what Soon. are you gonna do? We try, yeah. In, in a perfect world, we will we will have we will build up enough followers, have a Patreon, and then we can just do Oscar episodes behind the paywall. We can do yeah, our go true. back on the Oscars. Those will be our Patreon episodes, and then we just do our normal movie episodes on the main feed. But right now, we are strictly main feed, baby. One feed and one feed only. Yeah. So very um, yeah, we're the twenty, we're the nineteen seventeen of uh, feeds. Oh my god! <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. So Oscars are over, and it's uh, weird. I had a good night. Had a good night. It, I was the so basically going into the going into tonight. It I mean, especially with the, the four acting nominations, the four acting awards. Seemed to be all of all pretty much a lock, and they were. Um, so it could have been a very boring night, had it gone the way most people thought it was going to go in the other categories. It would have been a very boring night, very boring sort of show. Sam Mendes I mean, for director, nineteen seventeen for best picture, so on and right. so forth. Yeah, so like the only excitement that was to be had was if Parasite made some noise. And it was making noise. And the, uh, I texted you when they were announcing international feature. And I was like, okay, if this goes to anything other than Parasite, I feel like Parasite's a lock for best picture. And then it went to Parasite. And I was like, okay. We're, so nothing we're changes. Still, we're no, still we're in that, yeah. still in the same spot here. Um, but, I mean, what a, I, I, love, I love the Oscars. Every year, I like, even last year, I had fun watching them. I mean, I had a meltdown the entire time. Right, but, but it's it was memorable for you. Uh because it's look it, it's a, it's just I don't know, it's a bunch of people that make film, sitting in an auditorium, and it's just like, wonderful. I love mm-hmm. the montages. I like how they did the montages with the acting. Right, where they showed like showed the nominees. different yeah, show like, the nominees, different scenes from it. It wasn't the usual. Okay, nominated tonight is. 
Antonio Banderas, and then it's a, a five-second clip from it. You know what I mean? Like with the music, the score montage, very nice. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I loved with the with the orchestra. Wonderful, which was really cool. It was super cool, and they that was a cool little moment bringing out uh, Brie Larson, uh, Scorny Weaver, and Gal Gadot to announce that it was um, what the first time in the ninety-two years that uh, a woman a, was leading a, that. Correct. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I mean that outfit too. Oh yeah, it was it was yeah. wonderful. All of it, all good. I'm, I'm gonna say this: that's not an outfit. I don't think I don't think John Williams could pull that off. John Williams could, <laughs> could not pull that off. Guy could be guy's a sick guy's a mean bartender though. He is. Um, uh, it was actually just his birthday. He's like, I don't know, eighty eight, ninety two. What one of those? Yeah, Happy birthday to um, John Williams. Um. Also, was Laura Dern's birthday or was it? Uh, past couple of days, she said it was her winning was a great birthday gift. Happy birthday, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Um, Anybody else out there with birthdays? Happy birthday to you as well. Yeah, I'm just I'm googling birthdays. Uh, <laughs> oh no, she was born. So tomorrow's Laura Dern's birthday. Oh, today. Would she like tomorrow? Lied to hold on. So it's it's tomorrow for you. you. It's today it's, for me. Happy birthday, Laura Dern. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it tomorrow. I'll <laughs> yeah, we'll get all right. When we're done with it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send her a Facebook. You'll <laughs> put it on her wall. Um, how you doing, Laura? How did you do? How did you do predictions wise? Because I did awful. I did so uh, bad this year. Usually we're quite good, and I was I kind of excited the fact that I was I was very bad this year, which meant this year was exciting. Uh, um, I predicted fifteen out of twenty four. I got eleven. Okay. As I feel compelled to bring up again, I'll never reach the peak of my best year, which was which two was years what? Was ago. that two years ago? Yeah, which I was like twenty-two out of twenty-four. I think I had twenty that year. It was like twenty-two out of twenty-four, and obviously that was the year Mystery Love was robbed by the song in Coco, which is probably a fine song, but yeah. But, yeah, 15, not bad. I mean, I had one that was, like, all my picks that I was kind of keeping track of, and then I just stopped. Mm -hmm. Nikki actually got 12, 12 correct. She did better than I did this year. Not bad. Congrats to Nikki. As uh, we stated in our last episode, she is uh, Q the Banter's uh, house uh, earthquake. She... Analysis yeah, she, and expert. She she was like, here you go. Take this for the episode. I was like, no, we don't... We can't... I can't talk about you in any... In anything, unless it's uh, earthquake earthquake related. Yeah, because um, we <laughs> we have to pay her more money. Yeah, while I was waiting, for, but while I was waiting for you to send me the invite, uh, the clean feed invite to record the episode, she was looking for a movie to watch while we record. And, What'd she choose? Well, I think she she ended up she's 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 watching Criminal Minds. She's a big Criminal Minds fan. She's behind, so she's catching up on that. But. <laughs> So that, so that, say what you will about that. I don't want you to criticize that because she's no, been shell for. But I do want you to criticize the next thing because she mentioned we're going through HBO Go, looking at the movies, and she says, "Oh, there's a movie I'll never watch again." A Star is Born, which she was immediately canceled. Um, Why she, is she never not, watching it again? She didn't. She didn't like it. She was bored by it. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I and I was that. like, I was like, all right, give me the remote. I'm about to put on the driveway. The scene where uh, Sam Elliott backs out of the driveway. Ah, oh, so good. Look at now. If you don't want to watch the Star Is Born again because it's one of the things where you're like, it kind of makes me sad. I don't want to like be in that thing. Understandable. But when it's like, nah. Yeah, I remember. She didn't like it because, um, she thought it was not going to be about what it was. Right, I think when there was a lot of hype around it, so she was kind of disappointed. She but also, the, also yeah. the movies about Lady Gaga, yeah, getting to her point. You know, it's like her story. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Nikki's canceled. She's canceled. Uh, doesn't matter. She won't know because she doesn't listen to this podcast. Shout out to Criminal Minds though for being on the air forever. I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's a CBS uh, procedural, so it, they, those normally run for uh, fifteen to twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I think Mandy Batinkin was on that show. Left like fourteen years ago. Then they had what's his face kick a guy downstairs, and now he's no longer on the show. But Joe Montana's still there, so I think I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. It's their final season. Like, there's like four or five shows that she's watching that are ending. That's so. cool. Does she watch the shows that come on before it, like a uh, Jag? She had your big, big, big jag. No, she watches. I mean, she's NCIS, NCIS New Orleans. So essentially, so uh, let's. I I think what we should do is, um, before we dive in, obviously, congratulations to all the nominees and the winners. Uh, I highly doubt in the twenty five people that listen to this, there's any of the nominees or winners in here. But you never know. Congrats to them. Um, I would just like to say, Joaquin, that was a great speech. <laughs> I know you're listening. Which, like, when he gives a speech, I'm like, this is someone who has something to say. He's going to get there. Yeah. Eventually, but we're going to go. Milk is bad. We're going to go. Which he's, there was a couple years ago, there was Peter ran a big anti, uh, you know, a big anti-animal cruelty, right. animal eating campaign and he was the face of it so kind of when he started going there i was like okay that's he's been on that for a while he's also famously been wearing the same suit which is all of these award shows super cool which is kind of easy to do like yeah not hard to do um, i mean get dry cleaning um uh the other thing before we get into it real quick academy museum finally opening this year it looks like a death star i've been driving past it constantly i know and it's It's, like it's cool looking it was cool when they announced it, which felt, you know, feels like decades ago. It was like, oh, welcome to the 80th Academy Awards. The Academy Museum will be open in 1998, and it's just been a little delayed. But finally, it's going to happen. Um, but so let's dive in a little bit. Uh, what do you want to start with? Okay, here we go. Let's go with uh, visual effects real quick. Okay. So, visual effects, the nominees were Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I, uh, my pick uh, was Avengers. So is uh, mine. I mean, um. I mean, like, even if you look at the simple shit of, like, oh, the way they did the stuff with Hot Hulk. Um, Hulk's and, hot. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. even that, and just the end of it, where everyone's in the scene and what that took. Uh, Thanos has always looked great, this whole thing. And then it went to 1917. Um, which is, I, there's, which was, I was kind of shocked by that because out of, when you look at all of those movies, it's the one that I think you would think least, uh, not least of, but had the least amount of visual effects. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, what did I, the shot that they showed was like, oh, here's a building that wasn't really there. What, but that's what, but I mean, like, I saw that, and I think, like, uh, as someone who likes, like, to see how shit is lit, I think that lighting setup is fucking incredible. It's right. literally, it's like a, it's just a wall of fucking lights. Mm -hmm. And so I understand, I mean, and that also speaks to Roger Deakins' win for cinematography to set the lighting up like that, that's going to look like a building on fire on him as he's running through when, you know what I mean? And to insert the building over it in the flame. So, but I just thought it's kind of insane that it didn't go to Avengers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, we, there was a time when people were like, oh, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., he's a lock for Tony Stark. They better right. nominate him. And I was always like, not, never going to happen. It's not no, that it's kind of performance. Um, but and visual effects, you feel... And it couldn't even win for visual effects. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would have been nice to just give it to, like, as sort of a nod to him. You don't need to give it to 1917. Uh, I'm, but also, I was, I was glad it didn't go to uh, The Rise of Skywalker or Lion King. Yeah, uh, same here. I was happy it could, it also. Those. It couldn't really go to the Irishman either. Like one of the main things that people have issues that they have with Irishman is that the de aging doesn't look great. Yeah. And so, like, so, like, that's like one of the main hangups of that movie, which I think it looks fine. So, I mean, I guess, I don't know. yeah, I, 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 I predicted, I predicted it would go to Endgame, and that was my pick for it. Doesn't. Nineteen Seventeen wins it. Uh, which yeah, it was an it was an interesting choice. Uh, so, um, sound editing, sound mixing, both go to Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, um, that was a fun one. I don't. So I predicted nineteen seventeen to take that one. I predicted I, I predicted seventeen to take sound mixing and Ford versus Ferrari to take sound editing. No, sorry, I, sound mixing. I picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, I picked that because they always tend to pick music stuff, like just movies with music in it. So I was like, yep. let me go with that one. My other choice would have been Ad Astra. Uh, but sound editing, I my pick was Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I'm admittedly not very good with this anyway, or knowing what is the best, but my prediction was for 1917. But it goes to Ford versus Ferrari, which I, it, won, it won more Oscars tonight than I was expecting it to do. Yeah, I uh, which was one. Right? No, it won film editing also. Which it probably, as we talked about on the episode, uh, the previous episode, it, I mean, Parasite, Parasite's editing is, is, is really quite good. The, um, so I watched Ford vs. Ferrari today. It was my last one I had to watch out of the Best Picture nominees. And, uh, man, I, I just, I just had a good time. Yeah, it's a good. Oh, that's good. You're, how old are you? That's a fucking you're hilarious. Into, you're old enough to be a dad, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. It, I love it. It's like such. I love it. it's like. Oh, it's a dad movie. Do you see it? And you're like, okay, yeah, I see what they mean. But it's funny because, like, okay, so the the race, uh, the race at the end. Okay, we're getting into spoiler territory here, friends. Um. But at the end, when he tells him, look at, uh, like, the end of the race, he's in first place. That whole thing going mm -hmm. on, Ferrari's out. And then the whole entire uh, Josh Lucas, I mean, what a fucking asshole. 
What a ah, what a scum! Such such scum. Like I said, I always point out now he's part of the uh, the all corporations are bad and evil cinematic universe, um, which is funny because I did learn that Ford and Ferrari both pulled away from having any kind of support for the film because it portrayed them as villains. Because um, they are villains because they are they're villains. fucking giant corporations. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um. On but, to documentary feature. Hold on, hold on. No. I just want to tell you the thing about the end of that race there at the end. I was like really into it. And I kind of liked that. I didn't know. I didn't know the story. I didn't know what was going to happen. My, my Apple Watch, my, came up with an alert. And it said, and I'm like, I'm like, why is my watch going off? I thought it was a text. I looked down. It's the heart monitor. And it says, uh, over the past 10 minutes, your heart rate has constantly been over 130 beats per minute while you so were assuming, remaining idle. So I'm assuming is, you are watching the scene where Tracy Letts gets a test drive. Yeah, right. But it was just funny. I'm like, I've never seen that before. Because I was obviously, yeah. it was, it's just because I was sitting on the couch. I liked that the watch knew that I was not moving. Yeah, you're doing a vroom. You're doing vroom, vroom, baby. I mean, those are some zoomy boys. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I I like the cinematography in Forrest Ferrari as well. Uh, it looks good. That Ford yeah. GT forty. That is a fucking looker, man. Yeah, that is. I actually looked up. I was gonna. Uh, I I looked him up right after the movie was done, and I found one. It's a two thousand and five. Still has that same kind of body shape. It's a little smoother. Uh, I didn't check the mileage on it, but it was only three hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. Jeez. So I will be saving up for that. Uh, moving on, documentary feature. Oh, they knew. makeup and hairstyling bombshell. You kind of that was kind of everyone kind of figured it was going there. Yeah. Um. So we have we already mentioned editing. Went to Ford versus Ferrari. Um. I what thought there other, was a yeah. I thought there was a chance it might have went to JoJo Rabbit. Um. And I don't For... want to take editing. Editing, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to fully take credit for that thought, though. Um, on Twitter, Christopher. You don't Macquarie, want to fully take credit for a thought of thinking. No, no, no because it's not. Was, no, no, <laughs> that, that no, didn't win. Was gonna win. No, how that humble was, of you! No, I'm no, 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 because that's what that that was my prediction, and my prediction was this: I would oh, have gotcha, never predicted gotcha. it in the first place. I got the idea for the prediction say? from. McQuarrie was talking about, oh, I'm on an airplane now, and I'm I'm in this edition of. He talks about sometimes on airplanes, I just watch the movie that the person next to me is watching okay. without the sound. Like I just, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna put anything. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was a yeah. movie that he had already seen before, and he kind of went over while watching it how well the camera cuts, the editing, the shot selection works to elevate. The comedy, you know what I mean? Everything on it. Like he talk, and he talks about the stuff with um, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Never Look Away, that whole entire thing, and the following of the butterfly and where that leads you to and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, I know what he's talking about. I yeah. didn't manifest that on my own, but I was like, oh, that's cool having someone that, uh, you know, knows what they're talking about. And yeah, then editing, editing is such a hard thing. When editing is good. Which is why it's insane. Last what happened last year with Bohemian Rhapsody, when editing is good, it's hard to notice. It's yes. seamless at times. I mean, there's some movies that you know editing is, you know, it's it it's a almost a character in certain scenes, um, 
as you said, you know, we were talking about it on the phone, like in the scene in Parasite with the montage scene. Uh, that's in those moments. That's where editing becomes sort of a character in within the within the film. Oh, it's so um, good. But overall, like editing, if it's good, you don't notice it. So it's hard to judge those in a lot of ways. Um, but you know, of course, unless you're looking at it without the audio, you're just watching it like the cut because that sort of exemplifies the cutting and the, the, all the visual stuff about it. Um, so. Yeah, so so I mean, I, yeah, Jojo Rabbit wasn't one that I had thought of, uh, but, but when that's you look at that's it, what it's like, that, yeah, yeah, I wasn't. That's what I meant by it was I would never was like mm -hmm. I was like oh it's nominated I never really thought about it and then when he started tweeting, I was like oh okay yeah that makes sense yeah I yeah I wasn't sure I was like I'll go with Parasite because we we had talked about that scene but like I if I'm looking at it, it's gonna be four versus Ferrari and Jojo are probably the next one or I mean Irishman I'd pick because there's a lot of time stuff whenever there's time involved time jumps um you know of course little women didn't get a nomination for editing because of how confusing the editing was in that movie and no one knew what was happening um, oh, it's way, way too many timelines way too many timelines um that's been one of my favorite things on twitter is the the discourse surrounding the confusion of little women which well, somehow the exists the thing um, that it, we always get into that stupid horse shit after they announce them. They talk to some voter. I remember the voter last year was like, I voted for Green Book for Best Picture because I don't want anyone telling me what I'm not allowed to vote for. And it's like, you, you fucking stuck up. That, yeah. Oh, but that's what I mean. It's like, that, that's <laughs> that, like, that, you fucking that idiot. Yeah, that reminds me of a lady. I So of a lady I was driving behind on the highway today. And their car, they were all the way in the left lane going like 65. I just switched three lanes to pass them. And they had three bumper stickers all within the vein of, how are your, uh, my brakes work fine. How is your insurance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in a hurry? That's cute. <laughs> that's the guy who votes for Green Book. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's like, yeah, that, that's, that's, uh. But yeah, that you get that every year. Oh, one person talk out, and for some reason they're like, they must send like a letter out to all the Academy voters. Like, which one do you want is the dumbest motherfucker we can talk to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're like, <laughs> but that's what it was like. It was like, yeah. oh, people are saying that this did that, and it's which, like, oh, I mean, looking at the yeah, looking at these like like oh this anonymous Oscar voter, I was like, oh god, these awards are gonna suck. But they were, I mean, ended up, like, I was like, there's no, so like, I, I kind of was hoping, I was like, I think Parasite could win. It could win. Yeah. And then, I, like, I was reading all that stuff. I was like, there's no way this movie's winning. There's oh, no please. way. Based on what I'm reading. You already had the, oh, yeah. You already had the one guy, because people keep responding to it. It's like, oh, this guy gets up and speaks in Korean. How dare he? These are the people that are overtaking the country. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What was the last uh, time that you were like were somewhere and you were like, I'm in a dire situation because someone from South Korea is here? You know what I mean? Like, what a fucking stupid asshole. Yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, Oscars. Um, Oscars, baby. <laughs> I tried to look up the Christopher Happiness. McQuarrie tweets about Jojo Rabbit, and he's deleted all of his tweets. He thinks really? he does. I think he does that every now and then. Maybe not. I don't know. It's, that's a way not to get uh, canceled. <laughs> so, so uh, costume design, uh, I had picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which was my uh, pick also. Little Woman was, was nice. Yes, it's a good it's surprise. Nice. But, I mean, I couldn't really pick anything. I'm wearing the Cliff Booth shoes. 
I know. I was, I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, that was my argument. I was like, me and Nick both watched this movie and then wanted to buy new clothes. Like, what does that say about the? Uh, yeah, I wore the shoes all day, baby. Um, yeah. So great, excellent. Little women, big scarves, nice coats. Big. They need big... to. I mean, they need to reevaluate because I think they need. Like, look at the the nominees for that. It's it's all period pieces in one comic book film. They're like, I think they need to look harder into what they do there because, like, a movie like Knives Out isn't a period piece, but that could have easily been nominated for best yeah. costume. They love the period pieces. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh <laughs> what year is it? Uh, not, not this year. <laughs> best costume nomination, baby. The, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. The Irishman. It's just go to South Philly. They're all still wearing those clothes. Yeah, watch the 2004 NBA draft. They're still wearing those damn suits. Yeah, yeah. I was in Philly uh, last night. Everybody, everyone I saw, they, they were all wearing poorly fitting suits. Yeah, go to <laughs> go to a Republican national convention. <laughs> yeah, all the suits are poor fitting. <laughs> um, That's because all the people inside of them are spineless. Oh, got them. This, a... <laughs> this is a movie podcast. Moving movie on. Podcast. Uh, what do you want to move on to next? Let's do the screenplays. Because I think the screenplays are really the only one where I was like genuinely disappointed in a decision. Okay. So we're going to go to original screenplay, which I uh, predicted that it was going to be Parasite. I had picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I love it. Um my, yeah, so mine, my prediction was for Parasite, and for my picks, I checked off both Parasite and Once Upon a Time. I like it. I yeah. like it, because there are no rules. There are um, no rules. The only one there that would have been weird would have been 1917. Yeah, so the, 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 screenplay, the screenplay categories were, were interesting to watch, because they obviously for each category they pick... Um, did you notice this? The, like they, they pick the... Uh, they pick like, clips from the movie and they talk about the screenplay and it's like let's look at let's look at it. I'm trying to remember um, what they show. Knives Out is they show Tony Collette go up to uh, Daniel Craig and ask him a question while he's sitting yep. there. Marriage stories that argument scene. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood was that the uh, the la- that was the final scene. I remember your little white face and yeah, your hair. I remember you. And you, you were on a horsey. horsey. <laughs> Which, great. Absolutely. I was actually bummed that they didn't show any of that for his best uh, supporting actor category. But I was, but I, then I saw it there. I was like, okay. Um, Parasite, I forget what scene they showed. But 1917. It was just the I, description. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> he runs through a town. He runs. He, jumps he over runs a wall. And like even. Into yeah, water. Even like adapted screenplay. It's like the joke, the scene, the, the clip they picked for Joker was him on the steps. Yeah. It's like, wow. And someone tweeted, it was like, um, it's nice for the Academy to acknowledge that the Joker really doesn't have great, have many great dialogue moments. <laughs> and I'm watching it's him on the stairs. I'm like, I, oh, I hated this scene. That like, so we're going to transition for one second. I'm going to get off topic. Uh, like the score. So now it's the mm-hmm. score. It's Academy Award winning score. Mm-hmm. You tell me if there's not something that they could have cooked up in the score that would have worked better on the stairs. Well, it w- the score was in the stairs scene, but they cut to. What's That's what this? I mean, though. <sighs> We're not going to name exactly. what they cut to because he's literally in jail. 
He's canceled. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's the, it's, it's, it's It's, that, yeah, because I like, I don't, I'm fine with the stairs, but I do agree. No, I like the stairs visually, but like it, there should be a different song. I remember watching the trailers that movie and seeing that sequence and I'm like, okay, this is going to be like kind of a really cool sequence. And I just remember, I remember watching it and I'm like, I was just like disappointed. I was like, eh. You're like, like, he's coming down the stairs. Let me Google, uh. Songs that play over sports scenes and yeah, I was gonna say I was like I was like let me see what song yeah let me Google songs that would be in the longest yard yeah any given Sunday soundtrack yeah Todd Phillips was like hmm what was that song in the replacements (laughs) it's like and I'm like are you kidding me yeah um yeah. Uh, and it was funny because like it was circling it was circling around on Twitter people like is this real this is like the real scene. Um, so yeah, I have but, yeah. actually, I just, I have I actually up. Googled the scene with different songs. Yeah. It, uh, like Joker you... stare scene, different songs. And there's videos of people adding different songs in to like give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth a whirl. So that, yeah, I mean, that was interesting. That was fine. I was cracking up at that. Um, here's the thing. What, what would be, what would be the pick for, for, for the song? Yeah. Or for the screenplay. For the song. What would he's, I put? He's get, getting his going Bojangles to... on. He's coming down the stairs. Um, Do you have a okay. pick? Do you have a, like, I, what song would you put on that? I, I thought I was going to have a pick. The only thing going through my head right now is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, and it totally would not work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that song stuck in my head right now, but it is. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I really like, You want um, your freedom. Puddle splash. <laughs> <laughs> just use something from the score that just won a fucking Oscar. Yeah. That's what it should that, be. My favorite part of that scene was when they cut out of the song they were playing. Yeah. So here's the thing. George Lucas style. We're going to go back for the re-release of Joker. We're going to change that scene. Yeah. But, um... So, adapted screenplay, Irishman, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Two Popes. Uh, I predicted Jojo Rabbit would win. Yeah. Uh, you predicted and picked that Little Women would win. I picked Little Women. I predict, uh, Lately, I was thinking, I, I mean, I might have predicted on the podcast that Little Women was going to win. But at, since we last recorded, uh, yeah, I think it won the Writers Guild Award, Jojo Rabbit did. And I was starting to be nervous that it was going to win. So, that was my my written ballot prediction um i mean i the little women adapted screenplay is great i think that like uh i'm not mad at the jojo rabbit win i enjoy jojo i'm not yeah i'm not i'm mad at the win i'm not mad at jojo rabbit rabbit no no, jojo rabbit i I was more yeah i was i was very disappointed by it because i just think like little women's adaptation is just absolutely incredible it's so good yeah because it took the source material that's been done before and over and over and over again and took it and put a i don't want to say i don't know if modern's the right word but it but yeah. it put a spin on it that elevated it to a different level that every other adaptation before it uh, didn't bring it to. Yeah, I will say I was when they showed the Jojo Rabbit clip for for uh, the screenplay. I was I was cracking up. It's him trying to get um, Thomas and McKenzie's. 
attention. She's in the closet. Now, okay, so it's, when they it's when absolutely I absolutely hilarious. That's like, you know, and that's that's another like great thing where they talk about like the movement and the editing of the scene, like where he's sitting there and it zooms back and 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 Hitler's sitting there and he's kinda like, you know, keep going, keep going. He gives it another yeah. whirl. It's like which that once again, that was another movie that like uh yesterday Twitter uh was like exploding about. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I could under I, I could understand people, people being like, Oh yeah, it's just not for me. Okay, that's fine. But uh Yeah, it was I I mean I yeah, I enjoyed it. I my yeah, my gripe with the with the decision for it to win was, was more on that what did Little win. Women was also nominated. Yeah, it was like yeah, but like little women, you know, the women were little and the screenplay was That's probably what it was. They read the screenplay like, Wow, little women. Hmm. It's like I can't read this. So I wonder what that <laughs> There was a tweet. There was a fun. There was a fun, I, I might have said it to you, and it was like, "All right, y'all, like, yeah, one half, one gotta go." And it's the four little women. It was like, "Yo, have you?" And someone's like, movie? "Yo, have you seen?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, have you seen the movie? Um, insane. Um, great for great for Taika. It was so it was weird. This came up on Twitter as well because, um, as you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Oscar security. Was one of the well, Oscar security was one of the presenters for this award, but also Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman who had a cape with her dress that had women directors who were snubbed embroidered on it. Yes, she did. So she, she had to the announce famous, the winner. She's also the famously the one that said, uh, "Let's have a look at all these men that were nominated. Now, yeah, so now you look at you look at the nominees for adapted screenplay. You have The Irishman, written by a man. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, written by a man. Joker, written by a man. Uh, Little Women, written by a woman, obviously. Uh, the Two Popes, written by a man. And so she has to announce that the winner. Now, the winner of the award goes to Taika Waititi, who is currently, who is now her director on Thor 4. But you have to feel you have to feel like she wanted uh, the the lone woman nominee to win that win that I, award. I agree. Put, they're putting they're putting Padme Amidala in a tough spot here. I mean, they're giving her the old uh, you know probably gave her the old uh, the razzle dazzle. You know what I mean? Razzle dazzle, rope it up. The um, so we have that uh, international feature. Um, so we each saw two of these. We each saw, yeah. We both did you, have saw you watched? Have, oh, did, did you see? So you saw Honeyland, and I saw Pain and Glory. Yes, right? I have okay. Pain and Glory. I it was the I I rented it. I was gonna try mm -hmm. and watch it uh, yesterday. Then I had to go and shoot that show out in Philly, so I went and did that instead of watching it. So I haven't seen it yet. Any any fun stories from the uh, from the Philly escapade? Oh, Philly escapade was good, man. Went to yeah. uh, went to Voltage Lounge, which is. Uh, you know, right outside of Center City. It was good stuff. Shot some nice photos. Sat in a folding chair in a dude's living room. Yeah, man. That's the way it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was good shit. It was definitely worth it. I got home at uh, 4 a.m. So, oh, boy. Ooh. So that was very exciting. Um, kind of figured that was going to Parasite. I think there's not really much to get into. Right. We one. talked. I mean, it was... If it didn't go to Parasite, then it was like, okay, well, what? Actually, what's here's, gonna... here's, we can talk about it. Uh, because 
France. Come on, France. What's going on here? Yeah, you're making what us lay miserable. Ah. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is Nikki, horrible. I'm, I like I'm, it. Yeah, I'm holding Nikki's ballot. So we each did. I filled it out as I went, but I also had my predictions, my picks. Nikki also had her predictions and also her picks. She filled in a sixth spot for Portrait of a Lady on Fire and wrote it out and checked it off. Because that's what we should be looking at is internet. Now I'm not taking anything away from Parasite, but the fact that we went through this, people have seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and its name is not on here anywhere, is insane. Um, yeah. So maybe international feature. Get rid of Les Miserables. Wow, that was that was perfect French. Okay. You're canceled. Um, I took one year of French one. I think I got a B minus. Um, if I would have changed it, would have been Portrait of a Lady on Fire would have been in there and would have won international feature. Right to get, especially in hindsight, seeing what what Parasite. Won yeah, what around. exactly? Knowing that Parasite was going to win Best Picture. I mean, I have right. different, you know, I have more Opines, information. Yeah. Information. Um, so, documentary feature, uh, I predicted American Factory would win. Uh, my pick was Forsama. I saw Forsama, Honeyland, and American Factory. Forsama was my favorite of those three. Um, American Factory won, which means that the Obama's production company has their first Oscar. Right, they don't have they. Do, they don't have game. it. It's it's yeah. they're they're the ones that produced it, but it's an ex president starting a producing company and winning an Academy Award, mm -hmm. and the current president is a reality TV star. So you know what I mean? It's he's a former reality TV star. Really? Have you seen him give a speech lately? Oh boy! Uh, once again, Woo! movie movie <laughs> yeah. podcast. Um, what else can we talk about? I how about we talk fun? about. Yeah, let's let's go. Um, American Factory is actually it's actually a documentary about the all corporations and companies or terrible cinematic universe. So, dig right, into that. Uh, original song went to "I'm Gonna Love Me Again" from Rocket Man with Elton John. Uh, we also had "I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away" from Toy Story Four. Um, "Standing With You" from Breakthrough. "Into the Unknown" from Frozen Two, and "Stand Up" from Harriet. My pick was "Stand Up." Because that's Cynthia Erivo. Uh, her voice is heavenly. Um, I think, you know, like uh, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite scenes in Bad Times at El Royale is the scene where she's singing in the hotel room as Jeff Bridges really cool is scene, ripping yeah. up the floorboards. That scene's great. Her singing's wonderful. Um, and I just think I just like this stand-up. That, that was my pick. What was your pick? Um, so I hadn't seen Harriet, Harriet. I haven't seen Harriet or Breakthrough. I'd seen Toy Story 4, Frozen 2, and Rocket Man. So I predicted and picked that I'm Gonna Love Me Again would win. Yeah, I think it won, the our pick, it won the Globe yeah, also, right? Yeah, our pick wasn't even involved. Yeah, our pick would um, have been Glasgow. Yeah. Um, from Wild Rose. I actually listened to it this morning. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um... Production Real, design? Nah, hold on. Okay. Um, pump pump your brakes. All right. I feel so, like we're about to get a soapbox moment. <laughs> what I'm going to say is this. I'm taking notes. I'm going to flip around. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna you jot this, this down. down. Yeah. What when you write this it? down, write down that the 92nd uh, Academy Awards 
There was more Elsa, more Elsas than popes. Only two popes still. What? <laughs> twelve Elsas. Twelve Elsas. I'm writing twelve Elsas. Two popes. Two popes. Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there. There was one pope. <laughs> they talked about two, but only one was at the show. Yeah. Um. That's very not good. That oh. Guy, that, uh, man. That, so I'm, I'm not... trying. I'm doing the math right now. This. Doesn't make any sense. Well, <laughs> yeah. you're saying twelve Elsas. Twelve Elsas from different countries and one Pope, and it was the Argentinian Pope. Correct. Um, pope. So one what we're pope. trying to say is lack That's of representation a... for popes at the Oscars. Yeah. Are you sure, this is one. Of, this is the hill uh, we want to die on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. For, this is the representation hill you <laughs> yeah. want to die on. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <laughs> definitely popes. not. I, I don't. So I, I don't want. All, I don't want real popes. I just want people yeah, playing popes. Yeah, people playing popes. Um, one day, one day we will live in a world where there are many Oscar wins for actors playing popes as there are for actors playing uh, clown princes of crime. Yeah, one um, day we'll get there. Oh, also, yeah. the the um. I did like when they talked about uh, who they have who they have up uh, talk about um, the foreign films. They did a four like kind of a they did a four. Oh, um, uh, Penelope Cruz. Okay, because Penelope Cruz is in she's in Pain and Glory. Yes. Um, yes, that was that was cool. Nice little montage before she came out and announced the international uh, feature award. Um. What was the uh, production design? That was a cool little thing because they they gave their uh, they shout outs to all the you know the hardworking people that we don't really know about the builders and construction and workers, the fucking yeah. painters, the goddamn was, union men. Union strong. Look for the union label. Which I'm so glad that. I mean, I, I would have loved Parasite to win. I'm really glad that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. Um, because you look at all those sets, all the movie sets, the uh, Bounty Law set, you know, like, even just, just the fucking scene where Leo's running the scene with uh, Timothy Oliphant. Ah! Uh, I mean, come on! Oh, I, I watch... Oh, fuck! So last time we talked about that, you talked about I just want to sip tequila out of those cups. Yeah, the bottle, that big bottle. Yeah. So in the Magnificent Seven, the old western that I just watched, they sip drinks out of those exact fucking cups. Yes. Um, when you're ready, line, line, line. Can we go back again? No, just do it. God damn. The it. look he gives when he like psychs himself up and uh, points, it's points the at Timothy Oliphant. It is the best. Timothy Oliphant, by the way, he is a. Uh, What happened? He's a uh, one of those things. One of those people. Oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy. Here we He's go. A, uh, Here we go. He's a what? Same thing as Anderson Cooper. A uh, a CNN reporter. Yeah. <laughs> a uh, a Vanderbilt. Oh my God. Okay, that's where that was going. Oh boy. Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, they're Vanderbilts. Yeah. 
What does that mean? Oh, like the family. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. I, I forgot what it meant. I thought like, oh, Vanderbilt like is like an award winning re- fucking Cambridge. What you want? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Good job. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, I think there should be more popes at the Oscars. <laughs> Fake popes. It does yeah, it doesn't matter. You called this one singer in the Elsa song Tilda Swinton, so you're automatically cancelled. <laughs> Looks just like her. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, does not. Uh it does though. Wait, can we talk about the the the, the format of presenters? What where a presenter came that... out and presented a presenter? Yeah, I love that George Mackay came out and was like, yeah, like, we're rushed for time, so I'm going to uh, introduce this person who will, you know, then introduce uh, someone else. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Incredible. I will say, though, still not enough montages. Not enough montages. There should be no hosts and only montages. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. fine with that. More montages, though. I don't care how long they are. More montages. I do love the I do love the montages. Um. So where do you want to go? Where do you want to go now? I think we covered it all, right? We can wrap it up. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> uh. Um, do we? Yeah, I mean, just the, the direct. Do we? So, so at this point, we've gone through. We've done screenplay, international feature. They've both gone to Parasite. Yes. Oh, we haven't talked about score. We haven't talked about score. Uh, Give me a second, though. Okay. I'm just saying, at that point, screenplay and international, what are you thinking at that point? Well, I'm like, because, like, I'm like, okay, like, he got screenplay. That was was the most exciting in the beginning. It was like, oh, shit, they're giving him screenplay. Um, You know, obviously, international film was kind of a lock for him. But to get screenplay, it was like, because once that happened, because... You know, the way it had been going, actor, the supporting acting roles were going the way we thought they were. I was like, so, like, basically it was like, okay, those were, that those went exactly where I expected them to go. But Parasite, man, Parasite's got two wins already. Bong's got two wins already for big role, like, things. Like, this could be a Piling up. Night. It could be a big night. Um, but, yes, original score, um, I, I, I can't believe, I, I didn't even realize Rise of Skywalker had a score. Um, well, that was which is funny because I came out of it and I remember I, I was driving home after I saw it and I was like, I don't really remember anything standing out in that score to me. No, me neither. Like it, no more. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. And then when that got nominated, I was like, mm, mm. that is strange. Uh, Couldn't be me. <laughs> um, but yeah, original score. I mean. 1917, I I, I genuinely like 1917 score. Marriage Story kind of had a cool dueling score. Yeah, and it was cool I mean, to see like Randy Newman was nominated for best song for Toy Story, and he also did the score for Marriage Story. Guy likes yeah. stories. <laughs> Guy's big on the story. Guy's big on stories. Apparently, you ever see that Randy Newman guy? Oh, I have. You know he's big on stories. Stories. Um, Little Women, Dace Block could always could always pull something out of the hat, but it he's like an Oscar Joker. darling of late. Yeah. Joker seemed like the favorite, and it won. And Hilder, one more. We're, it's almost a full bowl of alphabet soup. I mean, in in six months, the E, the G, and the O. Mm-hmm. 
Emmy and Grammy, both for Chernobyl, which Chernobyl score rules. It's so good. Um, I like the Joker score. I was less strong on it as I felt about, say, the Chernobyl score. But the fact that she's gotten EGL, she got EGL, Emmy Grammy, any Emmy Grammy Oscar in six months is insane. It's in she's like gotta, one one she, one award cycle. She's got to do theater. Yeah, they got to get her something. on the. They got to get her on the Tony train now. On the t- yeah, theater circuit, baby. Also, she's so young; it's like insane. And like, it's like Cynthia Erivo. She's won away. Also, she just needs the Oscar. She needs the okay. What is she? She has an Emmy. I think for, she. I think she has a. I think she's EGT'd. She's EGT'd. So she has a Tony. She has a Grammy. I, what does she have an Emmy for? Let's see. Do 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 do. Googling uh, she won, she won okay, she medium. won, she won a daytime Emmy. Oh, okay. she won a daytime Emmy, a Grammy, and a Tony Award for The Color of Purple musical. Oh, okay. She won. Did that all fell, she won, fell swoop. Yeah, she was like, I mean, let me just get these three right quick. Damn, so if she won, ah, oh, she would have been on that ego. It's funny. That's what I mean. Her who... and Hilder, both of it. That's kind of crazy. And like that yeah. kind of. That's what's awesome. crazy? What's crazy is the guy who coined the uh, egot uh, doesn't have an egot. Really? Yeah, it came up. I was. I there's actually, was, uh, you know, there's there's uh there's also a super egot. Did you know that? Yeah. Can you explain? Run that. Run that to me. Um, it adds it it adds another category. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. Oh, the pegot. Ooh, okay. Pegot adds a uh, adds a Peabody Award. So there's oh, three yeah, Egot winners. Richard have, Rogers. Richard Rogers person. has a Pulitzer. Yeah, this says Richard Rogers is the first person to win an Egot or Pegot includes a Pulitzer Prize. Yes, him and Marvin Hamlish. Okay, uh, so some people some people refer to it as the Peabody, which others claim means Pulitzer. Now, the yeah, EGOT act, yeah, the EGOT there's both act, because um, Mike, Mike, sorry, Rita Moreno, Mike Nichols, and Barbara Streisand have a PGOT if you're counting it as Peabody. Okay. And then people who have won a Pulitzer and are only missing one EGOT award are Jerry Bach, who's missing an Oscar, Oscar Hammerstein II, who's missing an Emmy. Frank Loser missing an Emmy, Lynn Manuel Miranda missing an Oscar, and Stephen Sondheim is missing an Emmy. Okay. Of those five, only Miranda and Sondheim are still alive as of 2020. Right. Yeah. And so, so me and Nikki were, were, were talking about this because she's like, ah, oh, like he could have won for Moana. Moana should have won. I was like, should it have? I was like, let's take a look. I was like, what was it nominated against? And then we both agreed that no, Moana, because he did a lot of the he did the music for Moana which was nominated for Best Song, but there was no way in hell Moana was going to win a, a Best... It was going to win an Oscar that you're considering it was going up against two La La Land songs. Yeah, no way. No way. I was like, that would have lost to it twice. 
But the EGOT acronym was coined by actor Philip Michael Thomas in late 1984 when his role on the new hit show Miami Vice brought instant fame, stating a desire to achieve the EGOT within five years. Yeah, that However, he, like, he never won anything. He didn't win right? anything. Yeah, I think... However, he intended that the E should be for the Primetime Emmy Award and not a Daytime Emmy, nor any of the awards presented at the any of the other Emmy ceremonies. Nevertheless, two of the 15 EGOT winners have only won the Daytime Emmy. Ooh. I guess that. I mean, the EGOT's hard enough to win. I say if you win it... If, if your E is a Daytime E... I think we can give it to you. Yeah, who gives a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Your dog doesn't. She's uh, she's not very happy about all this EGOT discussion. I know. She's like, Philip Michael Thomas, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She's a hard dis- The thing is, I'm on... So I'm on Philip Michael Thomas's Wikipedia. Okay, talk. I'm going to read you the table of contents on his Wikipedia. Oh, I'm we right. got early life. We got acting. With the subcategories of Miami Vice, Psychic Readers Network, Nash Bridges, and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Followed by Music Career, Personal Life, Filmography, which includes films, video games, and television. See also references and external links. You see, the thing is, for most of these big actors who have won awards, they have awards in their table of contents on Wikipedia. (laughs) The guy who coined the phrase EGOT doesn't even have it on his Wikipedia page. He what? only, in his C also, he has EGOT. The acronym EGOT was coined by Philip Michael Thomas. So there's that. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah, I hate to say it. Um, so, now we've done score, so, obviously, best director. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Uh, it's picking up some fucking momentum at this point. Insane, and, uh I can't believe it. Cannot believe it. I'm like, I was like, I, I was thinking, I was like, they might do the right thing. There's a chance. Right. Yeah. So this is where it got real. This is where the night kind of got really exciting because you had like those main like acting roles still, which you knew where they were going, but like it was building up. It was building up for Best Picture. At the same time, though, Renee Zellweger got up there and no one knew what the fuck she was talking about. Yeah. I don't even know. What? It's like literally she ate a dictionary and then puked it out. <laughs> She's like film Twitter discussing she, a movie. I don't know. Yeah. Quintessential yeah. yet astronomical, but in the most importance of the cinema, the... <laughs> and you're like, wow, that's a really good review for the trailer of Fast 9. <laughs> Could you add, yeah, she, she went on stage and gave the review of the trailer of Fast 9. So um, she won. She said a bunch of weird shit for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joaquin. Phoenix imagine Florence Pugh. Wait, imagine Florence Pugh won. I had that. I was like, uh, I was like, I was like, it could. Like, I, I, I was like, that is like, if it's a surprise, it's gonna be Florence Pugh, and I'm gonna lose my mind. You mean Shorsha Ronan? Oh right, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm canceled. What is that? Have been even more they're like, wow, that's weird. They gave it to Florence Pugh. She's like nominated. It's like Warren Beatty, get off the stage. What are you <laughs> doing, you animal? <laughs> no, I was like, give it to. Oh, the, yeah, that is. I want to talk about this because I, I, yeah, I was thinking like, what if they give it to Saoirse Ronan? This would be great. And I'm like thinking, I'm like talking about it because it's gonna go to Renee Zellweger. Yep. And I'm like, I lean in, and I say to Nikki, and I'm like, I'm like, what do you think we're gonna give her an award for? Because like. It's inevitable, right? You know, Saoirse Ronan will get an Oscar oh, yeah. at some point because she's in that, you know, 
she's she's been nominated five times. Her first nom- nominee was at 13 years old. I'm like, I wonder what the role is that's going to be like that makes the Academy decide this is the year. Um, I think it's going to be... It, she's going to play... Uh, she's going to play Amy Adams not winning an Oscar. Imagine. Can you imagine it's an Amy Adams biopic? Amy Insane. Adams spends her whole career never winning an Oscar. And then... Uh, she's played by Ronan, and then Ronan gets her Oscar for that. Uh, wait, I just got an update on my phone. Yeah? Yeah. Um, after controversial speech, Joaquin Phoenix leaves Joker Project's Saoirse Ronan cast for sequel. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There's the ne- next year she's got it. It's in the bag. It. It's locked. So uh, Joaquin went up. Uh, he said a bunch of things um if you kind of pick through it you kind of figure out what he was trying to say there yeah i really i thought it was really nice what he said at the end but he brought up he brought up river yeah and that was I was, that was like ah oh, that was that was a nice little moment it was a very nice little touching uh thing he had to say there um he called himself a scoundrel it's a good word right you were you were advocating for more I'm people very... doing coining the phrase and doing the same thing yes i kind of like it Admit when you're wrong by calling yourself a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. I like it. So at this point, I mean, it, once again, we, we, we said this. Uh, we brought up last time. Uh, someone on Twitter brought up. It is insane now that the character, the comic book character Joker, has more uh, Oscars than women. Uh, women for directing have. For directing, yeah. Still only Catherine Bigelow. And only five have ever been nominated. So listen up here, directors. Start respecting women making films more. Uh, because it kind of seems that since it's the director's craft that is nominating this shit, that uh, they are the ones that are underappreciating uh, their female peers and coworkers and hopefully we can kind of move in the right direction here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the main thing with like Joaquin when, uh, cause like I, he wasn't my pick, and I was like, okay, but I mean, it's going to Joaquin. I'm excited for, I'm excited for his speech, and he went up there, and you know, it was, he, he immediately told people to stop clapping. <laughs> yeah, stop clapping for me. I also just like I also just like how uncomfortable he looks on stage. It just yeah, like, feels very Shit. human. Yeah, it feels very human when he talks. Um, um the other ones we haven't talked stuff. Uh so we had Laura Dern who came up, also great speech. They always say yeah, never meet great. never meet your idols, but um I think sometimes that's fine because your idols can be your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh and then she shouted out uh her parents, obviously. That was very, very touching. Kate cried. Nikki cried. Everyone cried. Maya Maya barked. Maya barked. In support that time. Yeah. Um, Actor in a supporting role. We have Pacino, Pesci, Hopkins, Hanks. H-H-P-P-P-P. Yeah, I don't know where the Elsa's would have gone, but I was, like, nervous at the beginning. I was like, oh, God, what if they ruined the... What if they ruin the night immediately and give it to someone else? 
And I like, you know, you know what was kind of funny about it is that this whole time that uh, Brad's been winning awards, he's been crushing the speeches. Very comical, mm-hmm. very laid back, very funny. And I think you could tell tonight when he got up there that this was something that meant a lot to him. I mean, he has yeah, he was emotional. Four years of slave, but he was very emotional. Uh, yeah, he he made a couple jokes about what he said. He said he, he was said, given more time than he said. Uh, we have forty five seconds, which is more time than John Bolton was given to testify. Uh, he talked about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's great being on your coattails. The view's great from back the here. The view looks great. Uh, Quentin. Um, I think this town would be a lot more boring uh, without you. I think you're a master. I think someday maybe you could make this story, and in the end of it this time, the adults actually do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then you know, then when he kind of talked about being thankful to the people around, that's when, that's when he got emotional. And uh, yeah, it was touching. And talked about now, his journey about yeah coming out yeah. here and Ex- yeah exactly getting the car coming out there. So, but he got political, so he's canceled by half the country. Yeah. Unreal. We stand. We stand. 100% we stand. Uh, I, I we just, stand the it, boots. We stand the uh, speeches. They're that's so Oscar. Comfortable. That's Academy. Those that's a, things, yeah, man. That's Academy Award winner Brad Pitt to you now. I mean, he's been because he won it for 12 Years a Slave. But yeah, but now it's a award acting award. And he had, he had an excellent year. He... At Astra for once upon a time in Hollywood. At Astra, arguably a better performance this year. And honestly, he was on Ellen at one point. He was hilarious. Which is still weird that the Ellen thing has been blowing my mind. <laughs> What's the thing <laughs> that apparently? What that anyone that works for her hates her guts and she's terrible to everyone. Yeah, but anyone who is on her show, like like then you see all these people who are on her show and love her. If you're rich, you like her. If you're not, you don't. Um, here's the here's the thing, though. I think the only way to do it is to end up working for her. So coming soon, a cue the banter investigative series where one of us gets hired to work for Ellen, and then we podcast about it after we are laid off. Undercover PA, <laughs> <laughs> um, starring Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Um, what were some of your favorite moments? I mean, can we just so can we get a host next year? Can we just get uh, Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph to host next year's Oscars? Oh, they're so good. It's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. They're both ridiculous, and it's great. It's you know that's also like the... uh, Billie Eilish is canceled for her reaction to, for they cut to her at some point, and she had like a face of like what the hell is happening while they were on stage, so she's automatically canceled. If you're not she, watching, if you're watching, but, but she un, she uncanceled herself with her performance of yesterday for the which was beautiful. It's uh, yeah, um, she did redeem herself in that regard, but but ah, uh, so so ridiculous. Just give, and I was excited. So so Nikki pointed to me. She was like, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wager are presenting this year. Could we get a repeat of the Golden Globe? performance oh that is a great uh, you get out of here yeah. <laughs> but i mean my rudolph and kristen wake were excellent and then will ferrell and julia louis dreyfus were were excellent together as well yeah the the and you know, the nice uh chris rock and steve martin in the beginning mm-hmm. to kind of introduce the show yeah i mean that's kind of 
I mean, this year they tried that thing, like you said, about the presenting, where the person presented the presenter, which before would have went to the uh, host. But, I mean, as long as they fill it up with enough of those, like enough of the Steve Martin, Chris Rock, that shit going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when Eminem came out and did Lose Yourself? It, that still feels so weird. Because those, like, they, like it would have felt less weird if they had done another thing where it's like someone else came out and sang like an old song that won Best Song. Yeah, but it's you know it was a, I, yeah. I I agree it was definitely I was like I was surprised but as that montage was going on I was like oh this is fucking great all these songs then it was him and I'm like oh they're not playing the song that's weird and then he was in the bathroom and his palms were sweaty and mom's spaghetti and he started walking out I was like hmm this is weird and then it went to the stage and the band came up I was like holy shit yeah mom's spaghetti baby and uh, yeah because I mean he wasn't there he wasn't years there ago yeah he. Yeah, he posted the video. But, um, I mean, it fucking worked. It got the crowd going. Yeah, people were vibing. And he, what, did he get a standing out? He got a standing, standing out. So who got... So standing O's tonight were Eminem. Hilder? Uh, Hilder got a standing out. Um, Did Tom Hanks get one? No, Tom Hanks didn't get one. Tom Hanks was great when he was on there. Uh, Bong um, Joon-ho got... Bong Joon-ho got a standing ovation for Martin Scorsese. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. He pointed out to Martin, yeah, he was talking about Martin Scorsese, and everyone stood up and, and gave him. And also, the you know, during the like Directors Guild Awards or whatever award show it was, they had the clip of him up on stage saying stuff, and the crowd laughed, and at that point, Quentin wasn't laughing. So then Film Twitter decided to make up, there's a few. Oh, he hates at, it, yeah. Look at Tarantino, how much he fucking hates him, and he didn't win, and everyone was like, not really. He's been kind Tarantino's of Tarantino's like, been championing Korea like his films so for like years now, and it was kind yeah. of nice because that whole narrative died when when he uh, when he had he was like, he was like yeah, oh Tarantino I, love that. I was so glad to see that because like, thank think, you uh, we were you know my films are always on his lists and he helped get them seen thank you very much Quentin and it's like oh well your stupid fucking agenda's over yeah um, well yeah it was cool to see because I th- I mean I think. I think looking back on it, I mean, it's absolutely excellent. I'm so happy that, you know, Parasite got got what it got. Um, this seems like a year that was almost destined to be the year to celebrate Tarantino. Um, and it ended up not being that. Um, which is fine because, I mean, I think the right movies got, got recognition, but like... You look at it. I think. I think. Once upon a time in Hollywood, as soon as it came out, from the point it came out, it was the, it was the favorite. It was going to be the favorite going through, and I think people kind of got tired of it at that point. Like, which is, which is what, which would have been, which would have made it worse for the nineteen, if like nineteen seventeen and one, because it would have felt more like oh, like, once upon a time was the favorite, but after being the favorite for so long, people kind of got tired of that narrative, and then this yeah. boom, nineteen seventeen comes out in December, and maybe this is a movie that can can win awards but i'm glad that it ended up i think that narrative kind of dies with with parasite success because it was yes. more about parasite being the thing um it'll be interesting to see what happens with tarantino's 10th and final film what the fuck dude um which is um yeah i mean which i'm reading right now is about uh amy adams not winning an oscar, oscar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's which, although, be... like you know you watch him in like the 
round table. It's like 10, that's it. Like, why 10? And, you know, his, his thing has always been, oh, I want to try something else. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was originally a novel. Oh, he had really? talked. Yeah. The story was a novel at first that he wrote. And then he got there and was like, now this would be better as a movie. That's why he started writing the screenplay for it. Um, Guy wants to stuff, do literally anything else. <laughs> oh, he also said, like, like he talked about, like, because uh, like, they were like, why 10? You just want you to be done? He's like, oh, well, I want to try this. So like, oh. So it's just like 10 movies, and then you want to go to other, like, art forms. So he talked about, like, I think, uh, uh, you know, adapting something like The Hateful Eight for a stage play. Right, which it is. A Hateful Eight is a play. Yeah, which would be something that would be uh, interesting. And uh, the the other the other fucking weird thing tonight was, which I thought the moment, I thought it was, uh, uh, number one, we, we didn't talk about Roger Deakins winning his second Oscar. Feels unreal. Goes for goes from o o over thirteen to two out of fifteen. Yeah. Um. Well deserved. His work in that movie is great. Um. He's wonderful. I love every time he. I wish he won more because every time he gives a speech, I love that he thanks you know every everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's such just, a gentleman. You know what I mean? His focus. His focus. Puller. Uh, someone that's so good at the job, you can only see it when they mess up and they never mess up. Uh, gaffer, right. you know what I mean? Like, just everyone. You need you need that focus puller, baby. Yeah, the um, or else the whole movie is blurry. That's a little film yeah. school on the pod. Um, the other thing was Shia LaBeouf coming up with his uh, co-star from uh, Peter Butter Falcon. Yeah, that ruled, and like there was there was people on Twitter saying, "Oh, Shia LaBeouf was so annoyed to be up there." Yeah, way to laugh uh, at him. It's like I'm pretty sure, like I'm pretty sure Shia LaBeouf was like, "I will do this if I can go up there." That's what came out afterwards. Yeah, which because he's Boy, like, Elmerell was like, "I will do it," but he has to come up. Right. With yeah, which because yeah, the the coast they were co stars for the what Peter Peter Butter Falcon. Yep. Um. Yeah, so like people are like, oh, I can't, yeah, look at you, like he seems so annoyed to be up there with him. It's like, have you have you followed anything with uh with the with Shia LaBeouf and seen because they've done stuff like there's been like articles about them, like interviews with they do stuff together, um, that like yeah, absolutely incredible, and I I didn't take it that way at all because I mean I had seen that stuff and I watched him up there and I I thought I thought he handled it. I thought he handled it perfectly well. I thought he was incredibly sincere up there, and it, yeah, it was just it blew my mind that people were like, "Oh, Shia Buff. People always just want something to be mad about. Yeah, I know. It's just because someone was like, "Oh, I can't believe he just last laughed at him," and someone's like, "He didn't laugh at him." And then of course, then they're gonna, "Oh, get out of my mentions with saying that he didn't laugh at him." You know, like. Twitter really is the worst place on the planet. Fuck but... your mentions. Fuck your mentions. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. I do not care. Here's a here's a horrible take I'm going to post. Yes. And, I'm uh, writing it down. I, Here we go. I'm also, uh, I'm also going to criticize you when you don't agree with it. Okay. Also, I'm actually I'm going to write I'm, it down. I'm going to I'm writing it down before you say it and then I'm going to tell you whether or not I was right about about That's it. it. So you say stupid shit, then someone defends it and then then they type like the SpongeBob capital lowercase, like, "Oh, he wasn't laughing at him," right? And then mm -hmm. the next tweet is 
it might be something dumb like a promotion thing or it'll be i'm muting this tweet go be mad on someone else's time you know that's that's usually the cycle right yeah absolutely so stupid so i thought you were telling me you had a take and you were gonna give it to me right now that was a stupid take and i was ready for it what take? I, what take? What what? Dumb I thought I, so. I wrote a guess of what your take was going to be, thinking right. you were going to give me a take, and I thought it was going to be Shia LaBeouf should be one of the popes <laughs> because we need more, and right. there's too many Elsas, and <laughs> we need at least. <laughs> I misread the situation. Um, they were like, "Oh, yeah, wow. so stupid." Os- oh, Oscar. I have an idea. Oscars. Uh, Let's have uh, more representation. Oh, perfect. How about 12 Elsas? It's like, that's not what we meant. Yeah, this isn't what we meant. No, 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 no. So how many, speaking of incels on Twitter, how many Oscars did Joker win? Just the just the one? Just the original score? Score and Joaquin. Score and acting. Oh, two. Okay. okay. I can live with that. I can live with that. Someone didn't like the movie, I can live with that. Yeah. I was happy. I was glad that, I mean, I... Well, I was I was pretty was pretty fine with Joaquin winning, and I was glad that uh, it wasn't going to win anything else. You can't say that. I mean, I, I don't can, think it was going either. You can't say it after last year. No, I know that, but I mean, I, th- I well, the was... thing is, so I so I listened as I listened to our part one, our Oscar episode, yeah, post op, and you were like, the first part of it, you're like, it's not going to get nominated for best picture. It's not. It's not. It's not that. That's what that was your point. That was like, it's not getting nominated for best picture. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, Ugh. Uh, it got eleven nominations. Whoopsies. <laughs> Oops, a daisy. <laughs> um. Best picture. Is that all we haven't talked about? I mean, that's all we got left. All we have left. I was. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Um watching this because it seemed like because because the night had gone so well i think everything really was going pretty well it was a positive night and i was like and i think someone tweeted it was like parasite and 1917 both had three oscars going into it and pointed out how it was like interesting how like a new trend for the oscars has been there hasn't been a movie that's been sweeping everything so i thought it was a very interesting year because a lot of different things got got awarded um, and then it was going into best picture and I was like, so I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, don't ruin the night and go to 1917. But that'd have been rough. And also what is better than winning best picture? What is better than winning best picture? What is better than winning best picture? Having Jane Fonda tell you you've won one best picture. Yeah, and I liked it when she opened she opened the envelope and kind of took a moment. Yeah. And I you was like, oh mean? God. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh shit, is it if it was nineteen seventeen, you'd be like, ah, even Jane Fonda was disappointed. Right. Um when she opened yeah, That's why I was like, I was like, oh no, she's gonna say nineteen seventeen, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And then And she paused for a second. She visualized the wall crashing down. And then she said, "Parasite." Incredible. And, and then uh, she got arrested. <laughs> yeah, immediately the, the after DC, the DC police arrested her on the stairs because she, yeah, like right away. So she's in jail. 
But uh, I thought it was nice. They talked, and then they tried to pan to her, and then like they showed Tom Hanks in the front row, and they were what to have her because what like she was what it was eight thirty on the dot yeah, or 10 eleven thirty on the dot. She, she was gonna close it out, and then she stopped for a second. Everyone said back up, back up, back up. Right. The, yeah, I saw like Charlie's there on. They're like, no, let him like let him go. They turned the lights back on, and uh, the woman that came and spoke, they said she was not a producer on the film. But uh, apparently she's something big uh, with the media uh, and everything like that in Korea. So when she's talking about okay. having access to our Korean films like that, I thought it was a very perfect way to end the night, especially with Parasite taking the win to have her talk. Uh, I- I'm glad we got to see that. Yeah. Also, I have I have seen, I did not confirm, but uh, the adorable um, translator was up there with Boom John Ho all night is apparently a director herself. That's awesome. And it said when this is kind of done, she would love to make a movie about this award season stuff. That'd be really cool. So, you know. Oh, I I will say oh this this other one. So looking at um real quick, animated short Hair Love. Yeah. Right? Uh do you see the tweet from that? No. Who's canceled? No, 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 nobody's canceled. It's actually really cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Good to me. I'm looking for it. Where the fuck is it? So, Matthew A. Cherry. Okay. One of the winners of the Oscar for Hair Love. On, uh... May 11, 2016, he tweeted, Any 3D artists follow me? I got oh, an yes. Oscar-worthy short film idea to go with this image. Get at me. And it's an image that was, I guess, the start of Hair Love. And uh, he retweeted tonight and just said, Nailed it. Because he won his fucking Oscar for it. That's pretty fucking cool. That's, yeah, that's that's cool. It's really cool. Also, also, Brad Pitt talked about stunt Oscars. Oh, did he? Yeah, we need to we need to talk about it because we need that that like it needs to be a part of a part of it. We need that award, and we we definitely need something different than what uh, the SAGs gave us because uh, they nominated Joker. This is so. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Twitter real quick. Right. So here's what's trending. Um, Jane Fonda, Shorsha. Boong John Hu admiring his Oscar, Brad Pitt, uh, Billy Eilish's look of befuddlement, Olivia Coleman. The facts about the Oscars. watching Eminem. The, did you uh, see the clip of her watching Eminem? I did. Yeah, she's like, what? I mean, that's how I felt. I'm like, I'm like, like I'm like, I'm I'm watching it. I'm all here for it, but I'm like, why? <laughs> why is this happening? And then I know where you snap back to reality. Hope it goes gravity. Hope it go. goes gravity chokes. Um, top trending was, uh, something else trending right now is Green Book. Of course. So this person, uh, Justin McElroy, uh, sure. said, and as Bong Joon-ho clicked off the light, he thought for what, <laughs> he thought for what must have been the 20th time that night. I can't believe my movie is as good as Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait to go to Dolby Theater, the Dolby, uh, yeah, Dolby Theater, and because they have on the walls, on the pillars, 
in that building, they have the best picture winners. And I, I saw, I, lo- I love that. Parasite. Um, it's kind of crazy when you look at like, um, you look at, look at it in hindsight now. Cause like everything felt awful last year when Green Book won. Yep. You look back at it, it's look like you have Parasite. That's a cool, that's amazing. That, that one best picture. Green Book. Uh, no one's gonna remember that movie except for the fact that it won Best Picture in two years. As, as you as you cross as you cross it off the list violently yeah. with that pen. Yeah, uh, Shape of Water. That was a fun pick. Good Moonlight. Pick. I like I like legendary pick. Moonlight's a masterpiece. It's perfect. Everything about it's great and wonderful. The acting, yeah. the look. I I I absolutely adore that film. Spotlight. I like that pick. Love Spotlight. Birdman. Love that pick. You love that pick. There's some people yep. who aren't huge on that movie, but um, I don't know too, necessarily too, how much too. that has to go into the fact that that movie is literally about uh, an artist versus a critic. So there's those type of involved with it. Then the year uh, before that, you got 12 Years a Slave. Which is... Excellent which, pick. So like, you look at the past seven years, that's a solid, that's a solid return on Best Picture. Yep, then it went to, it was The Artist, which, I mean... Oh, well, Argo, then The Artist, which someone posted, The Artist out of the movies that won Best Picture that has the most wins overall in the past decade of movies that won Best Picture. Really? Their overall wins. Yeah, it has five. I mean, mean, that's, like, also one of those things, too, where you're like, you know, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood, and it's about the golden age, and it's in black and white, and it's a silent film. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's one I've always wanted to see. But Then the King's Speech. That's the 2010's Best Picture uh, Decade winner there. And then Hurt Locker. 2010. Well, that was 2009. but That was 2009. Yeah, so yeah. So, so King's Speech is the first one from that. Yeah. So King's Speech, artist, artist. I mean, I think... Uh, Looking back on it, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a solid... It's, it's not bad. It's not, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not an awful decade. Yeah. Could be better. But. Could be better. Certainly could be better. Um, have I? Oh, I haven't told you. I've uh, I've snapped and lost my mind. I have started making my own spreadsheet. Oh God! My yeah, own I'm awards, good. My own words spreadsheet. Yeah, one of my jobs requires me to actually work with spreadsheets, and I fucking despise it. So I'm not going to do it on my own time. Yeah, oh, I love lists. I love making lists, baby. Yeah, that's why I make lists and not spreadsheets. Well, I'm making a list, but it's a list of each of best picture, best actor, best actress, best supporting for what the year director, for the year. Yeah, next I have the list of the Academy's picks and winners, and then next to them I have my own picks. Um, it's it we're start. It's just a start. Just a start. Think you're gonna go through with it or what? I have no idea. I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm certainly gonna go through with it from now on. I don't know how it's. Well, so I might occasionally go back and fill in like past years, but I yeah. have 2019. I know I'm gonna do 2020. I'll, I'll do it from now on for sure. But I do need to go back and fill in that other stuff. Give me just one second. I'm just gonna scratching out Green Book even more. <laughs> oh, you scratch your Green Book. It looks like your mic is peaking. Yeah. Is it really? Let me... Yeah, it looks vigorously shaking. Um, yeah, so that's good there. Oh, I'm so glad I was wrong. 
because I had picked, I thought 1917 was going to, was going to do it, was going to take it all. Um, yeah. Parasite, man. You know what I mean? It, it happened. Yeah. It happened. I, like, I, it was, it's, it's like my eighth favorite movie from the year. But, like, it just seemed like a movie that, like, everyone loved. It was, like, and it was one of those movies, like, we talked about this. People, there are people who really didn't, weren't a fan of Once Upon a Time. People who didn't really like Oh, Mar- you mean Mar- people Shorty. that uh, people who were conf- are wrong? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you will. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm saying there are people who didn't like Once Upon a Time. Yeah, people yeah. Who no, didn't like Marriage Story. Many people turned it into a meme. People who didn't see Little Women or were confused by it. Yeah. People who didn't like Joker, people who didn't like Jojo Rabbit, people who were bored by Irishmen, people who didn't really weren't impressed by Ford vs Ferrari, people who didn't like 1917. The only one on that list, Parasite, everyone seemed to really like Parasite. Yeah, it was like in a lot of people, like no matter what, it was in their top tens of the year. Yep, if not top fives of the year, like everyone loved Parasite. There was there wasn't a group of people. There has never been a discourse on Twitter where it was like. Now, Parasite, like, like, Not, huh? Like, you know I don't the know. Disc, you know where like, the, I would have used a, a lemon instead of a peach. You know where the stupid discourse with it lies is once it started winning awards. Because it turned into, way to make this great movie about class warfare and, oh, fuck the rich and that's what they're doing. And then you're going to stay Fuck the and, rich, and, though. Hold on. Fuck. And, then, and then you're going <laughs> to accept an award from them. And I'm like, that's the narrative you're drawing from Parasite? That's what we're getting to. You got from the movie to... How dare he? People are like, you do realize that as the person who made the movie, who's been a filmmaker, who's had success, that he is not rep- he is not the poor people in that movie. Right. It's not like some fucking homeless guy wrote the film and made it. Mm-hmm. So this cut that kind of take of like, oh, way to make a movie about this. And then of course there's a couple of the fucking idiot crowd that's like, oh, way to glorify class warfare against people because they have money but you are right it's not people who know what they're people who want to watch good shit as far as like you know whether it's critics fans of movies twitter you are right as far as the actual movie con the movie itself there wasn't that kind of discourse that surrounds uh literally everything else that exists on the planet yeah yeah literally everything literally everything Everything and oh wow, Bong Joon Ho uh, cast <laughs> got to direct. He's uh, hired to direct the next Marvel movie. <laughs> Kidding! Uh, you are not in the room anymore. You gotta let me know when you leave the room so I can yeah. vamp a little bit. Yeah, my bad. I walked out of the room. Um, so the next thing coming up here is going to be uh. Wh- it's Parasite miniseries thing going on. It's Parasite on HBO. So Bong Joon-ho is setting himself up to be in the EGOT conversation. Just for just for par- Parasite-related media. Parasite, yeah. the play. Yeah, I'd see it. What about Parasite Although the that, I'd see it, as long as there's cats in it. Oh, good! Good presenting moment. The cats gag tonight. When they were, when they were fucking hit that microphone. Oh, classic! <laughs> it's good. Good cat humor. Good bit. 
Good bit. Although I, I did see someone that, tonight that was like, just so everyone remembers, the people that did the visual effects for Cats weren't trying to do a bad job. Yeah. And like, and for a second there, I was kind of like, okay, I kind of feel for him right now. It's because like they were given an impossible task. They did the best they could in that like time constraint kind of, I guess, probably high pressure type thing. <laughs> and then these fuckers. <laughs> Walk out the goddamn cat costume. People who were in the movie. The movie. <laughs> People who said, yes, I will be in this movie. I'm, and, like, I, there's been talk, like, like, James Corden doesn't do movies that often. He'll take, he'll make his pick of, like, oh, this is a movie I want to be in. So I'm going to, like, like, he doesn't do movies that often. So for him to choose cats means he's all in on that movie. And then to, yeah, to be on stage. Um, so do you have any, you have any, uh, you have any, uh, closing, any hot takes, Um, any closing, closing things you want to say? Uh, here, I'll give you a second to think. Here's what I want to say. I love the Oscars. I thought this year in, uh, movies, uh, was wonderful. Uh, kind of looking back at what was nominated and also, you know, things that weren't nominated. I saw just, I think, stuff that's going to stick with me for a while. I saw things that I, I love. I absolutely adore movies that I know for years I'll be watching. Um, to have the Oscars go the way they went, um, obviously there's still uh, there's still a ways to go. But to have Parasite win tonight was historic and it was wonderful to watch that um Watch that happen. It it just it felt right. It felt like the right thing to do. Um, I look forward to hopefully keeping up with my movie watching for this next year. I'm very excited to see uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire again in the theater in the theater, baby. On uh, the 12th of February, going out to Philly to see it. Um, do you have tickets? Yeah, I already bought them. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing real quick, uh, so we keep talking about representation. Um, and I think uh, probably tomorrow, either Monday or Tuesday, uh, we're going to go see Birds of Prey. Okay. Because it's been getting good reviews, people seem to enjoy it. Although the It also seems office, to be something where it's like people, it's like not trying too hard. You know, it's like and but the box office is not reflecting that. Um, which is kind of one of those things where like people keep saying we want to have representation to be the right way, and then no one goes to see the movies. So it's something that I right. wanted to see in the first place. Uh, since the reviews are out, and seems it's going to be entertaining. And uh, I know, obviously, me going to see it is not going to boost no, but much I mean, money it's everyone... going to make. But yeah. if I'm if I'm gonna come on the podcast and you know say we need this i would like to go and support it so support yeah it's yeah i think nikki Fell. might try and go see it i i just don't have time during the week to see it if i have a chance to see it over the weekend i'll next weekend i will i will i will see because i do want to see it because we need those we need those movies to be made because we can't have people be like oh this is what happens when you don't make huntress look hot that's it's like literally. Insane. Have you seen? Have you seen the trailer? Because I want Mary Elizabeth Winstead to key my car and punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I like, want... could you be any more of a creep? 
Like, do you mean any more? Oh, oh, this movie's failing because they didn't design the women characters to be appealing to me. Did you see the picture that the guy posted? Yes, I did. It was like the head. It's like the hentai porn or whatever. Yeah, like that's what that's what you wanted the movie to be. Hentai porn, fucking Harley Quinn. Oh, I need more people to be canceled. More people to be canceled. We need more of it. Um, here's what I will say. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to say now. Um, I think it's excellent. I think it's excellent that 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 Parasite won. Uh, it's, you know, there are more... Uh, I need. I, hopefully, this. I'm worried it won't necessarily break the barrier that there is upon seeing movies like this that are, you know, international uh, films with subtitles. I think. I think it's great that Hollywood as a whole and the Academy sort of latched onto this one. I don't think. I saw this tweet. This isn't an original sentiment, but it's something I agree with. The Academy's don't. The Academy doesn't deserve Parasite. Um, but it, it was nice that it, it, it ended up picking it this year. Yep. Uh, uh, it's crazy to think that the people, the same people who picked Green Book last year were the people who picked this movie. Um, absolutely incredible that it won. It, I've said before, it, it wasn't my favorite movie of the year. It wasn't my favorite of the movies that were nominated, but, um, it was the one I was most excited about, uh, with the possibility of winning Best Picture. So the uh, end of... Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, so I, so I just think I think we need more years like this. I think 2019 was an absolutely incredible year in movies. I'm so glad that I decided to work at it and make sure that I saw all these movies. Um, I hope I can do it again next year because it was sort of a almost a let off just like trying to do it and like finally being able to do it and then we kind of got to the end and now it's just like, what now? I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of anxious because i'm eager to see what movies i'm like i i should be looking out for uh in 2020 birds of prey is one of them uh that i that i want to see you know sundance happened so there's there's other movies that are on the horizon that people are talking about already uh in that circle i think for right now i'm gonna go back and watch movies that from past years older movies much older movies that i haven't seen and go back and watch them and then maybe around once it gets to like the middle of the year, I'll start picking up and yeah, that's kind of that's probably the best way to do it. I'm uh, those movies. I uh, you know, I did like a big push to get it. You know, like past couple episodes, it was like how many 2019 films had I watched, and it was like ten. I'm at like fifty now. You know what I mean? So it's like I pushed through a lot. I got through a lot. I made up a lot of time. I wish I just did it sooner. Um, but. Uh, I don't, there's a couple like pain and glory, the farewell. There's those that are like, I, those are, I have well, to watch have one rented, right? You have one. rented. I have you both have, of them rented. So you have a, like 30 days. Yes. So I'll get both of those in. Um, but yeah, uh, I get ready to go back to watch stuff that I missed or I haven't seen in a while is, uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I think, uh, as we go through that that list, there uh, we'll probably hop on and talk about a couple of them. 
Yeah, I think a lot, um, a lot of you, you read off your list of things you want to catch up and watch. And a lot of them are things that I have seen that I've been telling you to watch. So if you watch them, technically you kind of do have them added to your queue. It is a queue thing. And we can kind of um, go back to the original format of the show uh, that we haven't followed the format for in about uh, checks notes of 14 months. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to get back into the, um, uh, the swing of things with that, with with what we do, I'll I'll I I got a good list, and you know I I can watch it, and we can come up with an idea for, uh, you know, for an episode, and we can talk about it. Um, what were before we go? The last thing I want to, um, what what were your your favorite three? What was your top three of twenty nineteen? Now that Oscar season's done, your twenty nineteen. What were your top three films? Right now, I have them locked in as Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Little Women, and The Farewell. Okay. These are your top three. My top Those three are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and Parasite. Yeah. Good fucking year. Yeah. I mean, my top, like, you get the, I have Once Upon a Time. Yeah, you got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Marriage Story was excellent. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems is a movie, I mean, even if you, like, look back... Like the Spirit Awards happened just last night. Yep. Um, some exciting choices there. The Lighthouse got recognition. Uncut Gems got recognition. Um, that was really exciting. The Farewell got one best feature. So now, so Barry Jenkins and Lulu Wang, power couple of independent film, have Correct. won three out of the past four independent Spirit Awards. That's awesome. Moonlight, Beale Street, The Farewell. Um, yeah, I mean, it was such a great year in movies. I mean, we're lo- we're we're looking up now. This is I remember the end of this episode last year was a lot of not looking up, and I think that uh, going forward, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm always excited to watch new shit, but after the Oscars, it's you know when it's like, oh, look at these choices that were made. It's it's exciting to see where we're gonna go from here. Um, yeah, it's it it's. It's interesting to see how I feel now compared to last year because last year I was like, all right, I'm watching as many movies as I can in 2019. As they come out, I'm going to have an idea. I want to be able to watch all these movies and know which ones I like more and not have the Academy dictate what I watch at the end of the year. Yeah. And this year it's kind of like I did it. There's some great movies. Some of them were rewarded. Some of them weren't. Uh, but I'm pretty satisfied with how some of these things went. And now I'm going to go back and watch movies that I, I, I've slept on for too long. Um, so that's where I am this year compared to last year where I was like, I got to watch every 2019 movie now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And be ready for the thing. So a positive end uh, to, to 2019 uh and you know, Parasite a fitting winner for for such a great year. Yeah, it um, uh, Parasite winning Best Picture. I mean, it speaks for itself. It's it's uh, it's fuck. It's incredible. It's really incredible. Is. And uh-huh. uh, I think we should wrap it up there. I mean, Parasite. Well, I mean, what more can you say? Uh-huh. It's um. it was deserving of every nomination it got, of every award that it got. And it feels wonderful now that we can close out our uh, Oscar episode, knowing post Oscaria. That's it, Oscar euphoria. Um, that it was got, uh, yeah. the right choice. Yeah, we got some exciting things hopefully coming up. Where you know, like you said, there's some movies I want to watch that that are qualify for the 
<laughs> the original uh, uh, context of what the show is. Plus, we're going to be working on scheduling that new miniseries with our some of our friends where they're going to have us watch some stuff that, you know, maybe one of us haven't seen, hasn't seen, or both of us hasn't seen, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, and, you know, we might just log on and say, fuck it, let's do a, re- let's redo an Oscar season. And, yeah, let's and talk, talk about, about some shit. Yeah, or we'll just log on and say, hey, what do you want to watch? And you pick something and we'll go watch it and we'll talk about it. So we're going to hopefully, yeah, start start pouring out some more episodes and, and get back to the original the original format. But it's, right. I and I think we can attribute it uh, all to Parasite because, you know. Yeah, it's got us uh, all fucking pumped up and ready to go. About movies, yeah, hooray movies. That's it. So, uh, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow us everywhere. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Don't follow us anywhere else. We're not anywhere else. We're uh, else. At Q the Banter. We have a Facebook. That, no, that, the only yeah. reason that Where that's... Town Republicans. Follow us. Yeah. that's I can't log on that fucking shithole site. Yeah. Um, so that's why there's never anything on yeah, there. That's what happens when you get canceled. That's why I can't go on there because every time I go to go on there, I'm like, ah, this is stupid. So uh, keep watching fucking films. Watch foreign films. Watch everything that you can. Uh, movies are the greatest thing that we uh, all, you know, that we have access to. I truly believe that. And uh, best picture goes to Parasite. Per me